Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's the final rewatch. The final rewatch. Final rewatch. Oh, it's the final rewatch before the new season. It's the final rewatch. I'm watching them all, the final friends and welcome back to the final rewatch where today tuesday may 24th i'm here talking to you about chapter six of stranger things three e pluribus unum now i didn't take latin in high school but i did stay at a holiday Inn express last night boom that's a joke that seven of you might get. But I do know that E Pluribus Unum is a motto of the United States that I believe is on every dollar bill. And I know this not because I'm knowledgeable, because I was reading a Jack Reacher book. E Pluribus Unum means, in English, out of many, one. So when you think about the United States, out of all these 50 states, we are one nation. If you put that into context with 
Stranger Things. Think about what gets created out of many one thing rises from the goo. I'm not going to say any more than that. Spoiler alert. Uh, now, I'm outside again. It is a very nice day. I'm out here again uh, during my lunch break. If you hear a barking, that's because that's my dog. She's on the deck. I'm around the corner. Um, so, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. Unless she continuously barks, I'm just going to go with it. And you can just be like, oh, there's Mike's dog. Her name is Hagen. She's a beagle. I should put her picture in the show notes because she is a doll. Unless she's a terror. But she's only a terror to me. Like, friends come over. She's like, oh, hello. How are you? I'm Hagen. Nice to meet you. I'm very polite. And then they leave and she looks at me like, you get over there on the couch and you rub my belly. And then she'll want to, like, eat my feet. Oh, was that her? She heard me talking about her. Maybe I should change the subject. So I'm out here. Um, under, I'm not under the tree today. I'm more in the shade. And it's actually kind of chilly in the shade, considering the other day it was so, so very hot out. But I'm ready to talk some stranger things. And I'm ready to enjoy a nice diet root beer. Because I am a party animal. Mm, diet root beer. Kind of tastes like regular root beer. All right, let's jump into it. Um, we we start up right back with our mall rat friends, Dustin, Lucas, Eric, and Robin. They see the laser. They see the laser, and they freak out. They start walking away, and um, Lucas and Dustin are like, the the gate. Could this be? They're, they're, they're opening a gate. And Robin's like, you've seen this before? I, you know about this? How? But then an alarm goes off. The alarm signs, um, uh, the alarm goes off, and they've been discovered. They try to escape. They make their escape for a moment. Uh, but people are coming every left, every which way. They get through this door. Steve and Robin hold the door shut. Steve was trying to do it. Robin helps her. They let uh, Dustin and Erica get out. And Dustin goes, I won't forget you. Just, it seems like he, he, he says these lines that he probably hears in movies and TV shows that he just thinks are the proper thing to say at that moment in time. Uh, over at the hospital, things are going a little cuckoo bananas there too. Um, Will's like, he's, he's here. He, he knows it. He can sense it. And, um, oh yeah, upstairs, the giant monster is now stalking Nancy. Jonathan is trying to get to it. Um, She's trapped in this room. The thing almost uh, looks like it's about to... Oh, no, it's outside the door. She trapped herself in this room. The goo monster, I called it. Uh, he can kind of de-solidify himself into this gelatinous... Just uh, picture like you make a jelly sandwich and then you sneeze on it. And then that sneeze jelly takes off off your sandwich and crawls across the room. It's like a bigger, much bigger version of that. This thing... Is so gross. It can go under the door. It can go through the door. Like, great. And then it reconstitutes itself into this giant monster again. Jonathan can't get in. This thing comes back, like, and ready to scream. And Nancy knocks her over, knocks her back. It's a, it, I mean, that thing really packs a wall. She got smashed up against the wall. It's about to get her. And then, boom, the door opens, and there's Eleven. Mike's like, Jesus. And, and Max says, what the fuck? And I'm like, ooh, we almost got another F word. 
Uh, Eleven takes the thing, slams it around like it's nothing, and flings it right out the window. But after she does that, she's like, oh, you know, she, it takes so much out of her. It's been taking so much out of her. She's been exerting so much, so much power. Jonathan, actually, I'm wrong. She it, she doesn't collapse at this point. Jonathan runs to check on Nancy. They all run. The rest of them run outside to check on the goo monster, and it it goos into the sewer. And I, I know it's not a great joke. I wrote down, it goos into the sewer. I wrote that down in my notes. And it comes back to the warehouse where I, I call them mom and dad, but it's Billy and Heather. They're waiting, and Billy says, It's time. It's time to party. Then we go to the credits. When we come back, Hawkins is getting ready. There she is. Right on schedule. A dog probably walked by. A person. A leaf. Maybe the wind blew too much in the wrong direction and a tree branch was moving. It really could be anything. Okay, I, I, oh, I was just about to say I think we're safe. Timed it perfectly. Oh, maybe she, maybe whoever walked by walked by. Maybe oh, if I walk around the house a little more. Okay, she's behind the house, but it sounds like she's in front of me. This thing is, she just echoes throughout the whole neighborhood. All right, I played the bad guy. I went and put her back in the house. Uh, see how long that lasts. We'll see, we'll see. All right, so we, we jump over to the Hawkins Fun Fair. Mayor Klein is all excited. He's all proud, like, looking around. Of course, he's wearing sunglasses. I wonder why. And he... Um, He's the big wig, but he, he's not the type of guy who uses, who takes his power and, and uses it, like, for good. He's a very selfish, very power-hungry uh, prick. And he, he goes and, like, picks on a, a guy who has his food stand in the wrong spot. Yells at this guy for, like, you know, put it over with the other food stands for, for other things. And then when that guy leaves, he looks and he sees... There's the Russian motorcycle guy. So the guy's just standing there. They go inside one of the rides so they have a moment to talk. And he's like, look, I have I have people in the state police and I have people here. You know, he has no one on Hawkins police who would help him. But he has people in the state police force. Uh, and there were other people. He's like, I have people looking for him. The second he pops up, I get a call. They want Klein to find Hopper. He's like, I will find him. All right, maybe you should bring up, bring back some of your um, comrades. He said, and you know he's he's being a little too cocky to the scary, scary Russian guy. So the dude grabs him and chokes him. He's like, "I'm sorry, I have a bad temper. I'm going to therapy." And he's like, "You have one day to find this man, not if you understand." And they're on this ride that I think it's one of those rides where it spins so much that you stick to the wall. I probably talked about this when I did the episode years ago. We had this, there's this park uh, called Canobie Lake Park. C-A-N-O-B-I-E. It's an amusement park that is not too far from where I am right now. Uh, and when I, growing up, that was the place to go. I actually worked there uh, my freshman, after my freshman year of college, I worked there in the games, doing games. It was not as much fun as you'd think it would be. But there was a there was a ride there, and it was called the Turkish Twist, 
And looking back on that now, that seems culturally and culturally culturally insensitive. <laughs> the, the, the way that, that that was named, and it was it was like I think it was like a the it was a spire on these things to make it look like it was like ooh a, a foreign type building, um, and really all it was was and I think they they realized this and years later they named it like spin spinorama or some some boring regular generic ride name but all it was was you go into the room you stand up against the wall and then the wall starts spinning like crazy and then the floor drops and then you're stuck to the wall this isn't exactly the same thing but it just reminded me of that with all the spinning and that's story time for today folks now we're going to jump over to jim hopper he brings burger king and a slurpee for Alexi, well, Burger King for for I think a couple of them, and a Slurpee for Alexi. It's not an icy. I was calling it an icy yesterday because icies are the things that I used to get all the time when I was uh, a wee child of the eighties. And they're asking Alexi, "What are these generators for?" Well, they can't be just for the mall. But he spits out the Slurpee because it's not strawberry, and he tells Murray, "No cherry, no deal." He's like, "Oh, okay." Hopper then loses it. Beat, he roughs the guy up, throws him out, says, get your own Slurpee, throws the keys at him. They're like, what are you doing? You just gave the enemy of a state uh, uh, keys to a car. He's like, he's not going to escape. Did you notice yesterday he could have ran off? He didn't. He's not afraid of them. He's not afraid of us. He's afraid of them. And uh, like he knows that if he runs back, they're going to think he talked. And Hopper thinks he'll be right back. But then all of a sudden, they're like, uh, Jim, I think I hear the car running. And um, they're like, no, no chance. But all the whole time, you see Alexi outside smiling, seeing the keys, getting in the car, backing up. They walk out. They're like, Jim, Jim. They look. Alexi starts to leave. And then he stops. And the look on Jim Hopper's face, like, doing the Neutron Dance. I think it was the Pointer Sisters playing in the background. It was um, it was just a great moment because he's like, yep, I was right. Thank God I was right. Because for a second there, he doubted it a little bit. Back at the Undermall, uh, in, the, in the air ducts, Dustin and Erica, Dustin is telling Erica everything. And she's like, and my brother was there. Yes, Lucas Sinclair. I think she was it Lucas Charles Sinclair was that the name? I don't believe you. She's like, wait, you believe everything I told you? With the Demogorgon and Eleven and everything and the gate. You just don't believe your brother was there? Exactly. Then they're talking about um, how to get out, if they wanted to walk, how long it would take. And Erica calculated it like it was nothing. And he goes, oh, my God, you're a nerd. She's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. He goes, listen, you lug. You, you're, good with, you're good with numbers. She goes, oh, that was an easy calculation. You love politics. I think she said, I like to, I love my country. I don't know. She said something funny about the politics. And you're into My Little Pony. And he says, why was My Little Pony nerdy? Dustin goes into this whole thing explaining the storyline of My Little Pony. She goes, how come you know that? He goes, because I am a nerd. And then um, he uses his little screwdriver to, I think, to stop something or to, to stop a fan. I forget exactly what he used it for. But he used it to um, to do something. Gosh, I don't even remember. Uh, this is a look. It's a rewatch. If this was the actual, um, you know, real episode, I'd be 
having it right in front of me as we speak instead of just some nerds. I'm some nerds, some notes. My goodness, the root beer is really getting to me. So we jump over um, back to their friends, Steve and Robin. They are um, getting questioned. Who? Oh, first, Steve is just getting questioned. Who do you work for? Um, he's getting questioned. He's getting the crap beat out of him. He's like, um, I, I work for Scoops. I work at the mall. The, they're like, I can get you. I, the U.S. has butterscotch. It's, it's wonderful. They all laugh at him. And then they say, but they say, who do you work for? And they beat him up some more. Then they throw him in a room with Robin. They're both cuffed. Robin gets slapped. Then they get, which is just like, you, 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 someone roughing up uh, Steve and then you slap the girl. I know that's, I know that's a terrible thing to like um, say, oh, well now you slap a girl. What's the difference between slapping a girl and slapping a boy? You're beating up kids. Either way, it really doesn't make a difference. But when he slaps Robin. Oh, my God, I got so pissed. I was like, I hate this man, and I need him to um, I need him to be eaten by a Demogorgon. That's how I felt. Um, but what was great is uh, Robin spits right in his face, and that was friggin' mwah, chef's kiss. Uh, she's like, I think your friend needs a doctor. Good thing we have the very best. That's my terrible Russian accent. Uh, so now we jump over to the void. And Eleven's there. She's looking for any of the missing people that um, that they know are gone. Heather, Heather's mom, Mrs. Driscoll. Um, the kids are worried. They're arguing. She shouldn't be in there this long. It's like, oh, really? And Max has this whole thing where you shouldn't decide, Mike. Let her decide for herself. Uh, you know, she knows the limits of her power. Nancy, she's calling uh, a bunch of different places back, asking if anything else has been taken gone missing but she gets hung up on and she's trying to figure out the pattern she's like there is a pattern there she's trying to put the pieces together uh max comes over he's like do you think uh mike you think 11 should be able to decide 11's limits or mike he's like that's not fair they argue a little bit but mike just says he's worried about 11's powers uh but he brings up how the girls spied on them lucas is like what huh she's like you're all careless about her powers and i love her and i can't lose her again and then she comes out of the um, room, she says, I found him. I said, who? We jump over to Murray's, and Alexi is explaining now how they are stealing this power uh, to help power the key. They had to come um, where they had to come where the Murray doesn't quite understand uh, where they're using energy to break through a, a barrier to open a doorway between worlds. And Joyce and Hopper just look at each other like, oh shit. Um, Hawkins, this door has been opened once and, and it is opening. Murray doesn't really know what the hell's going on yet, but he and Hopper share a nice drink of vodka. And he says, um, is, there a, is there a way to turn off the key? And Alexis is like, I can't. I, I guess, but I'm very compromised now. He's like, I'll get you there. I'll get you the key. I'll get you through that. <laughs> Alexis starts laughing. He's like, he likes your courage. You remind him of a fat Rambo. But even a skinny Rambo would have trouble. Uh, in the, I, the, the place is a fortress. It's made of the greatest, made by the greatest Russian minds, guided by their greatest warriors. Breaking in is impossible. And I love that once they say breaking in is impossible, you cut right 
to, to children, Dustin and Erica, who easily broke in with Steve and Robin. In fact, Erica broke in no problem at all on her own. They found this small room filled with the goo canisters. And they found themselves a, a cart, a car to help kind of get where they want to go. Um, and Erica's like, how big is that Demogorgon? She's like, maybe about nine feet. And she saw this giant cage. And she's like, oh, thinking maybe that was for that. Uh, Dustin found the keys to the car. And Erica found a cattle prod. And Dustin was like, whoa, 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 be careful with that. She's like, hey, it could come in useful. Help, help. Steve regains consciousness, and we hear uh, they're, they're yelling for help, and Robin has a plan. She's like, look, 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 those morons left scissors. They left scissors. They hop over to it with their, with their chair, hop over a little more, and then they, fly, they fall over. And you hear Robin going, <laughs> and Steve's like, don't, don't, don't cry. And then he realizes, <laughs> she's like, are you laughing? She's like, I can't believe I'm going to die in a secret Russian base with Steve the Hare Harrington. She talks about how she was in a class with him, how she sat right behind him. He didn't even remember her. He was, he was an asshole then. Uh, but he's like, he was obs- she was obsessed with knowing all about him. Um, we find out later why. Uh, and, you know, he's like, I was an asshole then. And all that stuff, he says, is just, it's bullshit. It's like, I wish we knew each other then. You know, maybe you could have uh, helped me pass that class and maybe I would have gotten to college. She's like, oh, then I'd be slinging ice cream. I'd have no idea that there was a secret Russian lair below us. And uh, I'd be with, doing ice cream with some other schlub. He says, I, I, I like being your schlub. The doctors come in then and um, inje- they, they're like, what is that? This will help you talk. And they inject Steve with it. And they inject Robin with it. We don't see it at the moment, but they do. Eleven found uh, Billy in the void. That's what she found. But he's just sitting in his room. It's not normal. And they realize he wants them to find him. She looks at this box of Lucky Charms, sees the rainbow on it, and thinks back of her, to her mother and how she was able to connect to her mother and see memories of her mother. And she has an idea. She knows she can't go to Billy. She knows it's a trap. But she thinks there's another way to see where he's been. Mike says, you don't have to do this. And Eleven's like, he, he can't hurt me. Not in here. Nope. He's like, you don't know that. So that I need you to trust me. She goes in and she finds Billy and walks right up to him. Grabs him by the hand and says, Billy, can you hear me? I want to see what happens. He grabs her and looks her right in the face. And she just, in fear, falls away. Very, very kind of famous shot of seeing Eleven fall away into the blackness. And she she um, lands. Oh, she starts to see some of it. She sees little flashes of things that happen to Billy. And then she lands, boom, on a beach. There's an ocean. And she's, she's talking um, to um, different... She's talking to the kids in the room while she's going through the, the, the void. She says, there's an ocean. And Lucas is like, uh, as far as I can tell, there are no oceans in, you know, in Hawkins, Indiana. Uh, we jump over and um, Hopper calls the 
Philadelphia Public Library using a phone number that he got from Sam Owens, Dr. Owens. He's like, I was told to call this uh, from Dr. Owens. He's like, what is your identification code? And he had to go through his, he kept it in his wallet. Remember, he's like, you keep that thing in your wallet? He says, listen, the Rus- you got to tell him the Ruskies are open in the gate. Um, I, I, I know how to get in, but I need backup. He gives Murray's phone number to call. And Murray is not pleased at all. He's like, you've compromised me. I need to have a new place to live. And now, um, what do we do now? Now we wait. And Joyce is like, the kids are in danger. The kids are at the fun fair. The fair is right by where all this is going on. She calls back to the guy, to the, and, and um, she's like, listen, mister, I need you to make sure, ma'am, calm down. Don't you dare talk to me and tell me to calm down. Oh, I love the way she, she puts him right in his place. To the end, he's like, yes, ma'am, I'll do that right away, ma'am. It's like, you need, to, you need to relay this message right away. Then they head out, all three, all four of them. Murray grabs a bunch of papers, and they go. Cut back to Steve and Robin. It's a really funny moment. Um, it's like, I don't, I don't feel anything there. And they're, they're really like just, they're high now. They're kind of out of it. And, um, I love when, uh, the doctor comes back in, who do you work for? He's like, scoops. He's, he's, you know, he's all loopy. He's like scoops or scoops, scoops. Uh, how did you find out about it? It's a complete accident, man. Complete accident. It's unbelievable. They're going to rip off one of his fingernails. And finally Robin's like the code, code, code. We cracked the code. It's like what? It's like you cracked the code, the the uh, the the cat, and the the whole thing, the silver cat. Um, a trip to China. She goes. You broadcast that thing for the whole friggin' mall to hear, you idiots. Um, and they're like, who else? Who else knows? Oh, Dustin, Dustin Henderson. No, don't say anything. Um, but he he's long gone. He's gone. He went to go tell Hopper, who went to go tell the cavalry. And they're coming back. They're gonna kick your sorry's asses back to Russia. He's like, is that so? He's like, yeah. And then, boom, this alarm goes off. Um, They all run and see what's going on, and you see the ground is melted from from like their ceiling to their roof and all down these floors. So they took those canisters and opened a bunch of them to melt through the floors to set off the alarm. At that moment, Dustin and Erica smash into the room, Cattle prod the doctor, save the day. They say, get ready to run. We jump over. I don't think, I think, is that the end of them? I think that might be the end of them. Yeah. Um, we jump back to 11 and she sees these these flakes in the air. You know the flakes. We all know them. So she knows this is related to the upside down. This is where she sees the flashback of um, Billy's dad calling him terrible names. I forgot to mention when she was on the beach before, she saw uh, a boy surfing and she says, it's Billy. And Max said, they're in California. Um, and, you know, there was, it was a happy memory. And then she, now she sees a memory of the dad yelling at him, calling him just awful names because of a friggin' Little League game. She, um, and he goes, oh, yeah, run like you always do. And I like how Eleven runs after him, but looks back at the dad with disgust, like, Ooh, even though it's just a vision, a memory. She now sees a flashback of um, him yelling at uh, Billy's mom and accusing her of, you know, of, of cheating and hitting her right in front, hitting her first of all, hitting her right in front of Billy. And um, I mean, these are the things that will scar a freaking kid for life. Then he sees Billy on the phone. She sees Billy on the phone in another vision. Please, mom, when are you going to come home? Please. So now Billy's alone with his dad. 
and that's probably not fun. Then all of a sudden, you see the, you see Billy beating a kid up and bullying him and calling him these terrible names, like his dad called him. So you're seeing the cycle of violence kind of continuing. Then we see the first time he meets this is your sister Maxine, and right away, young Maxine says, "Max, she's not going to be called Maxine by you." Uh, now she hears screams and she sees the warehouse. She sees the Camaro. Everything is in red. There's this giant storm overhead. And she says, I think I found the source. Brimborn Steelworks. And they grab the yellow pages. I've talked about this before, the yellow pages. 6522 Cherry Oak Drive. We found it. Get out of there. Now, if I looked up an address right now, it's a 65 Cherry Oak Drive, 6522. I'd be like, oh, there it is. Where the hell's that? I've heard of that. Like, I know where a, a good amount of roads are in my town, but I don't know where every road is. So maybe Cherry Oak is a famous road because, like, I'd be like, uh-oh, uh, pull up the GPS 08. This is 30 years before we had um, these fancy GPSs on our phones or 40 years or whatever. I don't know anymore. Um, time goes by so slowly. Where was I? This root beer is really packing a punch. So they're like, get out of there. And we see her go back through everything she just went through, like falling forward back to back to Billy. And boom, she gets out, pulls off the, the blindfold and she's out. But no one's there. Wait, is she out? He can't hear you. She's yelling from, from Mike. He can't hear you. All of a sudden, you hear Billy's voice. And then he comes into the other into the room. You shouldn't have looked for me. Because now, I can see you. Now, we can all see you. You let us in. And while that's happening, we're seeing a montage of these, act, these people that are activated. Flayed people walking off and now you're going to let you're going to have to let us stay there's his dad leaving a grill there's this kid and then like it looks like a block party a kid at a block party just walking off all this time we've been building it we've been building it for you all that work all that pain all of it for you and now it's time time to end it and we're going to end you. And when you're gone, we're going to end your friends. And then we're going to end everyone. She yells, get away, and flings him back. Even in, the, even in the void, she has her powers there. And then she comes out of the void for real. Like, comes out for real, screams, and then... That's the last we see of them. We cut back to the warehouse one more time. And we see these people just approaching, like zombies, approaching the monster. And they just fall and turn to goo. And the goo gets con combined with more goo and kind of gets absorbed into the existing monster, including Mrs. Driscoll. All these people. I think... Heather's mom was it did Heather even go I think Heather's even gone Billy's the only one who didn't go that's like his one 
um, avatar of uh, in the human form that he needs. I think Heather's gone. I'm, I don't quote me on that, but I think so. Uh, and then the last thing we see is a, a giant version of this monster, the biggest version we've seen, the biggest version there is. It's been growing and growing. Now it crashes out of the top of the steelworks, ready to do its bidding. The end. Oh, my goodness gracious. E pluribus unum. See, out of the many, one. Out of all those people, they turn into goo and make one giant goo monster. Oh, boy. That episode was killer. Because we got a bunch of Billy backstory that really paints a picture and, and makes us, um, gives us sympathy to this character. It, he's kind of been a complex character. There are moments where you, you like him. Or, or at least you're charmed by him. There are moments where you 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 laugh with him. Not and not. There are moments where you just hate him. Uh, and and now, these are the ones where are moments where you're afraid of him. Um, but these are the one of those moments that you feel bad for him. There was you know the one with his uh, his dad, kind of roughing him up last year, last season. And then there's this. But we now get our, our core four adults together for um, hopefully to, to uh, go save the universe. Uh, Hopper, Joyce, Murray, and Alexi. They're all on a mission. They're on a mission to go stop the, uh, the key, which we know is the giant laser. In fact, during their escape, Dustin and, and Robin and the kids all ran out to the laser. And Dustin's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Um, and the rest of our group, you know, we didn't see Nancy or Jonathan, I think, after... Wait a minute. Yeah, they, no, that's right. I'm sorry. They were all at the house together. Nancy and Jonathan were looking through the yellow pages when Eleven went in to, to look for Billy. So they're all together. This whole group is together now. And I think they stay together for a while. I think they're together for the rest of, this, the, rest of the, the season, which is only two more episodes. Can you believe... Two days from now, um, you'll be listening to the final, the Battle of Starcourt rewatch. And then it's like, all right, now we just wait. It's so close. I, 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 can, I can feel it. I can't wait. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. I know you're excited. No one will be listening to another rewatch of, of an episode, me talking about it, the same episode again, unless you were really excited about Stranger Things. Uh, and we all are. So I'm going to go back in. I should have put a sweatshirt on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back in the house now. I'm going to walk my dog because she's earned it. She went back in the house. She was good. She was good. I'm going to go walk her now. Um, but that's it. That's it, my friends. You know where you can find us. And by us, I mean me. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. You can find the show on Twitter at Stranger D Pod. We have a Facebook page. It's Fans Not Experts. That's because the website that you can find every episode of Strange Danger on is fansnotexperts.com slash stranger danger. So, all right, my friends. I'll talk to you tomorrow. But I need you to do two things. Number one, stay stranger. And number two, 
Beware the goo monster, cause he's coming! He's coming for you, and he's made out of goo! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotion promotional offer not available in washington dc As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.